Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of the GYST podcast. The wait, your favorite podcast, <laughs> <laughs> your your favorite podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Yeah, I was waiting for you to have yeah. that part, man. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we are. Your hosts, Rohit Rohila and Kyle Reed. So it's just us today, and it's kind of nice. Uh, Sam's not feeling too well, so he's home right now. Uh, Amit is helping his cousin move. Ooh, cousin moving? That doesn't sound any fun. Oh. Now I know that he helps people move. I'm going to call him. Right? He's good at it. Perfect. He helped me move, too, I think. Really? I think so. Awesome. Oh. Have you helped anyone move? Have I? Yeah. Um. Would you like to? <laughs> It's two things that a real friend will do for you. One of them is help you move, and the mm-hmm. other one is take you to the airport. Ah, uh, I, to cover up though, I feel like I take everyone to the airport. Do you? Yeah, I do. You know what I always say when someone says, hey, can you take me to the airport? I say, you know, I want to, but. Ah, uh, what's interesting about <laughs> that is that's our topic for today. Yeah? I want to, but. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, there is a huge difference between saying, I want to do this, but here's the reason. And I want to, but here's the reason. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm going with this. A lot of times people come up to me, maybe people that I'm working with or coaching or, or friends who are telling me about different ventures that they want to try really came up especially around the podcast as we're starting this podcast and people are asking us how we did it. They always say, oh, you know what? I've always wanted to start my own podcast, but you know, I can't because of this. And then they give whatever reason they can. And what that lets me know is when you say I want to, and then you immediately follow it up with but, that's the thing is immediately following it up. So I'm going to take the the reason that I gave you today, mm-hmm. going for a run. So a couple of years ago, I went up to Kyle and Sam, who are both avid runners. You shared your, your Run 365 with us. Mm-hmm. I came up to you guys and I said, I really want to run. Can you help me get there? You guys, out of the kindness of your heart, went out, spent about an hour with me finding the right shoes, helping me like understand how to run, feet placement, and all that kind One of stuff. One foot in front of the other. And since then, I've probably ran around my block once. And that was like two years ago, three years ago. And that's an excuse. It's not a reason. It's an excuse. I want to run, but I don't know how to. I want to run, but I don't know what speed I should run at. I want to run, but I don't know which software to put on my phone to track. The key thing is I'm saying I want to, but then I immediately followed up with but and then insert excuse here, right? So here's where I'm going with all this. If you say but right away, What that's doing is that's letting you know, I never even seriously considered it. Because had I said, you know what, Kyle, I want to run, but I just don't know what the right software is to put on my phone. Or I want to run, but I just don't know if I have the right technique. That's letting you know that I'm thinking about this. I'm giving it serious consideration. And here's what's holding me back now. But if I say, I want to run, but I don't know how to do this then that means that I've come up with my excuse 
so quickly that I never even really gave serious consideration in the first place to what it was that I wanted to do. And I've been hearing a lot of people say that lately. When I went on my solo road trip, and for for those who don't know, uh, every Memorial Day, I just pack up my car with a sleeping bag, a pillow, a couple snacks and food, and I hit the road. I have no destination, I have no hotels. I just go wherever my heart tells me to go. And I meet so many amazing people on those trips, come up with so many adventures, and get to know myself on such an incredible level that I really encourage other people to do the same. So as I'm out and about all over and I'm telling people about my journey, about this random road trip that I'm doing, what I hear all the time is, that sounds like such a great idea. I want to, but I can't get away from work. Or I want to, but I feel like I would need to stay in a hotel. I want to, but I feel like I need to do this. And their excuse is so quick that it lets me know they never even seriously considered it. And so that's what today's topic is all about. It's when people give you an, a reason, an excuse, but never even seriously give real consideration to it. And when I was speaking to you about this topic earlier, you had some great insights that you know I, I think we'd all really benefit from hearing. Well... First of all, you're giving me too much credit. <laughs> no, no, it's it's really good, and, and I, I like this as a topic. I think that we could potentially ramble a bit, right, because there's uh, a lot to talk about here. One of the things I wrote down was predetermined. People have predetermined response, almost a conditioned response. And I was having a conversation with my good friend Rob Ross earlier today, we discussed conditioned responses in brief. And he told me of a quote that he'd heard from something else. He said that I've been programmed to the extent that even my conditioning has been conditioned. Wow. So we talked about essentially something uh, as little as a response of, how are you doing today? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm good. And then you walk off. And we talked about the importance of being honest with, with people, with one another. Don't ask the question if you don't want the answer. Don't feel forced to engage in small talk. And don't give a bullshit reply like, oh, everything's good. Think about it. I think a lot of that goes into what we're talking about today. I want to, but it's a bullshit conditioned response, I think. As you mentioned, if you go right into your excuse, your predetermined conditioned excuse, you're, I, you're getting a shit response from somebody that means nothing. The other thing I will say is maybe there are some anomalies there because I will say example of the running thing or go, I'll bring up another example Chris uh, at work that we work with good friend of mine we're going to go golfing I know that he has a broken foot but I would imagine that if I said hey you want to go golfing tomorrow he said oh man I want to but my foot yeah I'm sure it would come off he, he wouldn't even consider it because he knows that he can't golf because he broke his foot so that I would say is a real reason and it would, it would be, I think, the anomaly to your logic in this instance. Does that make sense? It does. We did an episode a long time ago, uh, Reasons versus Excuses. Oh, yeah. That talked a lot about this kind of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. We judge others based off their results. We judge, judge ourselves, ourselves based on our intentions. Our intentions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so while you were talking, what, really, what kind of struck me... And, and I'd like for you, and I, don't, I 
we talked about this earlier. I don't know if you're still going to bring up the couch thing. Oh, yeah. Um, if you are going to bring that up, mm-hmm. then I'll wait on saying this. But if not, then... We'll bring it up right now. Okay, I'm going to bring it up right now. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring it up. No, you bring it up. <laughs> so what's, what's interesting is I feel when whenever we say, I want to, but... Or we come up with some excuse... It's always the logistics that we communicate. How-tos. The how-tos. I was supposed to meet Kyle at lunch at noon, and right now it's 12.05. So I'm already late. Mm-hmm. What's the excuse I'm going to give you? Well, I'm going to give you something logistical that stopped me. It was the traffic. Mm-hmm. It was I, I had a call that was unexpected. It was Whatever, anything that's not my fault. It was mm. a, a logistical thing. But it's your heart that propels you forward to do something. That trip, I really was trying to do everything I could to talk myself out of it. I didn't mm. even leave till Saturday at 10 a.m. Oh, really? When I intended to leave at 4 a.m. I just... That's early. Yeah. What? So early. <laughs> I... I knew I wanted to go, but I was coming up with all these reasons why I shouldn't go. Hmm. Um, I'm going to be in Chicago all week next week for a conference that I'm planning. I need to take time out to plan this and make sure it's successful. There's seven different major projects that I'm working on outside of my job. You know, like, like the podcast, a couple other podcasts, some different projects that I'm working on. That having three days to work on that would have been amazing. And the more I thought about it, these were all external things. And I realized I need to have my heart push past those excuses. And I just turned my head off and listened to my heart. I just got in my car and left. I, th- I think that's what's interesting. Like you said, the how-tos, the, the logistical things behind it are the reasons that people give you excuses on. But think about this. When someone gives you a reason from the heart, when it's emotional... When you know that you've thought about it, it strengthens your bond with them. If I'm like, you know what, Kyle, I'm sorry, I'm late. It's my fault. This is why I was late. Not because of external forces. I just got so caught up in my work that maybe I just didn't take a look at the time. And I'm sorry that I made you wait for me. That's a lot different than, you know what, it was the traffic. Because I can tell you it was the traffic, and I can tell you you're not going to believe me. Because everyone blames the traffic. Right? Yeah. Take a grain of salt. All right, whatever. Whatever. Hmm. Just kind of like when, oh, how are you doing? Well, I could, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm fine. And you know that's a conditioned response. Such a canned response. It's, and it doesn't mean anything. No. <clears throat> Why ask the question? I, I, I think it's both parties, right? Hey, yeah. how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? No, how have you really been doing? And then people are like, um, uh. I don't know. Have you thought about it? Or have you just been going through the motions? Just going I mean, it's another way. topic all in and of itself, right? Yeah. I want to, but... Um, yeah, so the, the couch thing. I almost felt that same way. We, I think we all can fall victim to I want to buts. I know that I have. And we had discussed it recently. You were a very, very brief victim. Because as we'll discuss, we'll, we'll find out. But you had told me that I don't even know how it came up in conversation. But you had mentioned you wanted to get a new couch, or you needed a new couch, mm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you'd seen one, and an ad that was like half off or some crazy deal. And I was like, "Well, 
why didn't you buy it? What are you doing? He was like, well, I want to, but how am I going to get it here? Logistics. Yeah. And there was something else. I can't remember what it was. There was like two reasons. And I was like, what? You're fucking crazy. No, hold on. And I remember pulling up my phone. I was like, is this the one? Yeah. You better go rent a fucking U-Haul or something. <laughs> like, That's what I did. Bought a couch. I didn't have a truck. Rented a U-Haul. I fucking went and picked it up. Because I didn't want to pay for have someone deliver it or other bullshit like that. That was essentially the extent of our discussion. It was a couple of, little bit of back and forth. And I looked it up just to see online what it was, see what you were talking about. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, go get that shit. What did you do? As soon as we had that conversation and, and you left, because I think it was uh, after a recording that we talked about this, and it was the last day of the sale. Mm-hmm. I went and I went to the furniture lady, uh, the, the manager, and I was like, look, I really want to buy this couch. I just can't pick it up for two days. And she was like, you know, we hold for 24 hours and that's it. And I was like, look, I, I really want to buy this couch. And I was speaking from the heart. I was like, you know, this couch I think would be perfect. I know exactly where I'm going to place it. And I was speaking from the heart. It wasn't it wasn't logistics. And she, she saw that I was genuine. And so she said, yeah, let's do it. I'll hold it for you for two days. And so she comes up to the register with me, you know, so she can let them know that, you know, it's paid for and, and we need to hold it. Kyle, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> and I just, I, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I don't even have enough time to go home and come back because then they'll be closed. Mm-hmm. And she started laughing, which lets me know that she's on, her and I are on an emotional level now. Yeah. And she understands the frustrations behind it. And so she was like, you know what? Just come in tomorrow. I'll let them know. We'll ring it up at the sale price and, and it's yours. And I did it. I pulled the trigger. Uh, got a U-Haul that same day. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the next day when I went to go pick it up. Yeah. And thanked her profusely. I was like, you know, thank you so much for doing this. It really says a lot about, you know, you and, and this company and, you know, your importance for customer service and stuff. And I think she let me know that that felt nice for her because mostly people are like, the customer's always right mentality mm. takes customer service and eliminates the the specialness behind it. Like you've worked retail mm. before and yeah. you know when when people are like, you know, the customer's always right. No, you're wrong. You better do this for me. It's like, hold on. Something to be said about expectations. So I think you're right. When when people say I I'm want what? to, but hmm? I'm what? I think I think you might not be wrong this time. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Sorry, I, I had to interject. My bad. Oh, go, go on. But, when people say I want to, but yeah, I think what they do is they fall back on the logistics. And here's the reason why: if I tell you I want to climb Mount Rainier, but I can't because of this, and I give you that butt right away, that means I didn't give it serious consideration. Well, here's the reason that I'm going to give you. It's something external that doesn't have anything to do with me or my intentions. Hmm. So now my subconscious feels good about itself. Because all my subconscious is hearing is, you know what? I could do this if I want to. But these external things are stopping me. No. I never even gave it serious thought. And you come across it all the time. People take themselves out of the equation so they don't have to take ownership for a lack of action or a lack of whatever it is. It's very intriguing discussion to have. I want to, but I don't like the phrase at all, no matter how it's said. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you think about it, right? I want to, 
but you know, I've got this thing this weekend or whatever the hell, right? Insert X, Y, Z. Why let that get in your way? If, if it's something you really want to do or don't tell me you want to do it. Does that make sense? I see you taking notes over there. Yeah, I think the quote that you and I have shared so many times, if it's important, you'll find a way. Hmm. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. We can come up with excuses all the time on stuff that we, that's not important to us. And what I immediately thought about just as you were speaking, so remember when we uh, did that seminar a couple of years ago? Mm -hmm. It was a friends and family discount. Normally the price is about eight, $900 for that event. Yeah. So what we did was we said, you know what? We want to share this with our friends and family and we'll do it for a hundred bucks. That hundred bucks was not for profit. No. <laughs> that hundred bucks was to cover all the costs of the hotel, the Shit materials and stuff like that. Yeah. But even then, how many people that you have personal connections with that you want to share this because you've seen an impact in your life and you want to share that with them. You want to help them become the best versions of them that they can be. How many of them said, you know what, I'd really like to go to this, but $100 is too much. Or, but I've got the kids that day. Or, but I've got this. And their reason comes so quickly that you knew right away, mm -hmm. even though we didn't talk about this because it just kind of came up, but you knew right away. They never even seriously considered it. 100%. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that particular instance, but that was a really good one. As you're saying it, I'm thinking, I, it sounds, it's, it's different when you're asking someone something versus when you're hearing something. For example, your weekend. Mm -hmm. People ask you, what'd you do for your weekend? Oh, it was awesome. This is what I did. People's first response is, wow, I'd love to do something like that, but I just can't because I have kids or... I have excuses, or I have a tumor, or <laughs> what? I, I got bunions. I don't oh know. God, that was a bit extreme. Do you see how ridiculous that sounds? I think that's someone attempting to insert themselves in the conversation mm -hmm. and to be a part of something. Whereas, hey, you have mentioned to me that this sounds interesting to you. There's one coming up on Saturday, right? You said you wanted to run. Rohit, there's a 5K this Saturday. You want to do it? That's when the excuses come. I want to, but this Saturday, I really have a lot I need to do. I need to shave my head again. I got them on my lawn, and um, I have to clean up some cough drop wrappers. Yeah. I mean, it's infinite. I can yeah. sit here spitting out excuses by the, by the dozens, mm -hmm. which I think most people will do yeah. when they don't really want to do something. So what do you think the difference is when you're asked, we'll, we'll take the airport or moving as an example as well, Yeah. versus when you hear something that sounds interesting to you about someone else or someone else is doing, that you're intrigued. Like, I'm intrigued by your weekend. I like spontaneity. I think that would be awesome. My biggest question is, how do I follow my heart? Because I could say... Friday, hey, you guys want to go to Lake Schland tomorrow for the weekend? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. But how do I wake up Saturday morning with nothing in mind and go? Do I just drive? How do I know which direction I want to go? 
See, now I have all these questions that are becoming excuses that are preventing me from doing this. Mm -hmm. But that is my deterrent rather than, oh, I want to. But my questions are, how did you decide you wanted to take Highway 16 west? So when when it comes to, and, and it's fantastic that you're breaking this up because I wouldn't have thought about it. A lot of times when I'm faced with a decision in my car, mm -hmm. right? Like whether or not I want to do something or go somewhere or, or things like that, I'll play it odd even. Oh, okay. I'll, I think you told me about this before. I remember yeah. this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take my heart out of it because I know if I put my heart into it, I'm like, you know what, where, where do I, do I want to go right or do I want to go left? What is there to the right? What is there to the left? You have people honking at you. Yeah. Hurry up, motherfucker. And I just need to decide, am I going right or left? It's that simple. I'll play odd even. Odd is left, even is right. And then whatever the last digit in my clock is, that's what I do. If it's an odd number, odd wins, I'm going left. If it's an even number, even wins, I'm going right. It's honestly that simple. Hmm. And the adventures that I've had just playing odd even on you know these random trips that I do have led me to some amazing places. I played odd even Saturday night, um, and I'm in Port Orchard, and I'm driving, and had I not taken the right, I wouldn't have seen a sign that said, last night for, for this performance, you know, come buy your tickets now. Mm -hmm. Pulled a Yui, went right in. I said, I'd love to buy this uh, ticket to this performance. <laughs> the, the lady was like, oh, do you, are you familiar with this theater? Like, how many times have you been here? I was like, I, I just saw your sign. And, and I explained to her what brought me there. And she was so excited at, at how I came to, to her and, and to see that play. Had I thought about it, I probably would have talked myself out of going in that direction mm -hmm. because there wasn't anything there. Immediately, there was more to my left than there was to the right. But because I played odd even and took the heart out and just let something not in my control make the decision for me, mm -hmm. it led down a path that I normally wouldn't have done. So it would be the same thing. If you're deciding whether or not, if you're on 16, you're like, should I go right or left? Play odd even. Hmm. What time is it? Boom. That's where you're going. Even if you take a right, you got to pay the bridge toll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took the ferry back because I didn't want to pay the bridge toll. It's twice as expensive. It was 18 bucks compared to like <laughs> six. <laughs> but, but, but it's beautiful. It, and that was it. It was it was really Bremerton, the experience. Seattle. It was worth ten bucks. Bremerton, Seattle, or which one? Oh, uh, Bremerton, Seattle. Nice. It was like about an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fantastic. I don't really have a whole lot to add to that, but that that's my question. Is I I I believe that I don't like the statement no matter what. I want to, but but I believe that where the statement comes from is different. If you're asking somebody to do something like, hey, Tuesday night. Can you help me move? Oh, man, I want to. But see, I'm supposed to play video games that night. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Versus, you know, as you mentioned, when you're discussing something. I don't know where that comes from, but I'm. it's making me think about it now. I don't want to tell you the truth because I don't want you to think I'm a bad friend. So even though I'm just going to stay home and flip through random TV mm -hmm. programs and Netflix or whatever... I don't want to tell you that because I don't want you to think I'm a lesser friend. So I'm going to say, you know what, Kyle, I would love to, but I've got this really important meeting at 7 in the morning that I have to spend all night long preparing for. Mm -hmm. And in my eyes, I'm saving face. 
but in your eyes, you know what? If you're a real friend, like, how often do I really ask you to take me to the airport? Well, you'd probably be honest, right? I mean, shout out my boy, Tim. Tim, I didn't want to take you to the airport, but I did. And I told you that. No, no one wants to take anybody to the airport. If you say you want to, you're fucking lying. But you will, right? So maybe a little bit of honesty helps. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to help me move? Fuck no. (laughs) Nobody likes moving. But if you need help, I will help you. Yeah. Chris, I helped you move. No, I didn't want to. (laughs) But I knew you needed help. So I showed up to help. And I'm going to call you next month. (laughs) And all I got was a couple slices of pizza. Yeah. No, it was a sandwich. It was a good sandwich, though, actually. It was a delicious sandwich. But the beer was warm, fucker. I feel like the number one way to be popular, um, college on, is to have a truck. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, that's what I was telling Jake. Jake Jake Peterson, like, yeah. Yeah. He, He was telling me, he's like, people that I haven't spoken to in like five years all of a sudden are like reaching out to me. Jake, buddy! So Jake is probably a professional I want to, but... Oh yeah, he would tell you. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I really... Oh, so yeah. I've got the kids that night. Um, I'm going to spend time with the wife. We're going to try and make another kid. Um... <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah, 100%. So I, I like it. I think it's good. I feel like if you're close with your friends and you hear I want to, but I think you should call them out because I would appreciate being called out. I want to, but Kyle, don't fucking lie to me. Okay, you're right. And you do that. Is it rude when I do it? Yeah. Sorry, but not at the same time, I guess. So when you do it to me, I feel like it's different Mm -hmm. because, so I don't know if you do it to everyone. I think I do. When you do it to me. I don't think Sam likes it. I don't see it as rude. I see it as... (laughs) You and I have a different relationship. Yeah, We know each other on... We don't know each other's day-to-days. We don't hang out. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I've ever spent five minutes with you outside of maybe a lunch. Were you trying to say it only takes three minutes? (laughs) That's what Emily told me. Dang it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you and I have never hung out. No. And I don't know that, Kyle. But when it comes down to like what makes Kyle tick, mm-hmm. what drives him, I feel like I know that Kyle inside out. And just like you know that part of me inside out. So when you call me out like you did with the couch, all you're doing is holding up a mirror to me. Hmm. Because you're saying, hold on, you say these things. How come you're not applying them? And Do you really want the couch? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got me. If the answer is no, then don't fucking buy it. Who cares? Yeah. So when you do it to me, I mean, I appreciate it. Okay. Sam, I think, gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it. Sorry, no. Sam. Sorry, yeah. Sam. And, yeah, so I, I, would, I would say that. I mean, as we're nearing the end of this episode, we might have went a little bit long. But I would say, in closing, call your friends out respectfully. Maybe I don't do it tactfully all the time. But I think that that is something that would be good to prevent this. I want to, but... And to create some honesty and some real conversation and real feedback within your inner circle and your closest friends. Uh, I think they deserve it. I think you deserve it. With that being said, I really want to end this podcast, but I'm thinking of things to say. (laughs) (laughs) So no, I'm just going to wrap it up. So I, I, I think that's, you know, that's really all I've got in closing is I would say that it is productive if you call your friends out on this, your family, your loved ones, whoever that is, 
Make them take a second and think about it. And you take a second and think about it. That's that's all I got. You got anything, right? I would say if you catch yourself in that same scenario where you talk about something that you would like to do, I'd like to lose weight, but I've tried it in the past and it doesn't work. I'd like to go to the gym, but I feel it's too far away. If you come up with that but so quickly, ask yourself why you came up with it so quickly because you never really took the time to think about it. It's a conditioned response. Mm. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Fine. Okay, see you later. It's a conditioned response. It doesn't have any meaning behind it. You owe it to yourself if that's what you're noticing that you do all the time. I really want to, but blank. You are doing a discredit to yourself. You're saying, I've got this thing that I wish to do, that I have a desire to do, but I'm never even really going to give it serious consideration because blank. You know, I would love to have a Ferrari, but... I've predetermined that I'm not worth a Ferrari. Hmm. You know, people do that all the time. We're afraid to dream because we've been hurt so many times before by not achieving our dreams. You know, I've got friends who say, I hate living paycheck to paycheck, but, you know... No! (laughs) And then that's it. I don't know. That's it. If you don't want to... Do something about it. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard. I think that's one of the things about like this podcast. How many people have we had come up to us saying, I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I don't know how. Do you really want to start a podcast? No, you don't. I knew I wanted to Yeah. before GYST was even a thing. I knew I I wanted a podcast. I had never wanted to start a podcast. I never even wanted to listen to a podcast. Right? Did you even know what a podcast was? I knew what they were, but I I honestly, though, initially we were like, podcast, podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of a podcast? Yeah. What the fuck even is it? I mean, years ago, obviously, right? Yeah. But that was just my take on podcasts. I preferred music as a, as a medium for entertainment. Um, I appreciate podcasts now. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you a whole new appreciation. And, and here's the thing. And I feel like we say this... Well, I say it all the time, but that's because there's real merit behind it. I had no idea what to do. I literally went in a web browser, typed in, how do you start a podcast? That's it. And I followed the instructions. And so when people come to me, oh, I've always wanted to, but I don't know how to do this. I don't have the right equipment. I don't know how to start. Did you type in how to start a podcast? Google that shit. Well, no, I didn't know it was that simple. And we have so much technology at our fingertips now. And I feel like this conversation can keep going in, in, in forever because now it's like, you want to strangle somebody. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So with that said, keep yourself in check. Keep your friends and family levels in check. I want to, but thanks for listening. Tune in again next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.